This episode of Strange Assembly is brought to you by www.l5rsearch.com. L5rsearch.com is a comprehensive online L5R card database with tools to assist in optimizing your decks, proxying cards, or simply finding out about unusual cards. Once you know what you need, www.l5rshop.com puts cards in your hands quickly and economically. This is Strange Assembly, Episode 58, Embrace, Part 1. Strange Assembly, Legend of the Five Rings, and Beyond. A podcast and website about board games, card games, and role-playing games with a focus on the Legend of the Five Rings universe. Welcome to Strange Assembly, your podcast about board games, card games, and RPGs, but especially the Legend of the Five Rings universe. I'm Chris Stevenson, and here with me today are... Identity Crisis. That's... Wow, Trevor has forgotten his own name. <laughs> That's you been take, long. You been take a long memory week. issues yeah. to new highs. Yes, uh, back, back after a, a while is Trevor Valentine here to insult his way through the Shadows Embrace <laughs> review. Up. What was the question? <laughs> uh, you heard Jay Earl, who is here with us, and across the table from me is... Mike Cook. Yes. Sir, also appearing in this episode is <laughs> Justin Purdy. He's, but he's in time out at the moment. You'll hear us go, the particular cast members go in and out as we go through this I guess episode for us, series of episodes for you, because we have the our our usual full press set review for the Shadows Embrace. Plus, we're sitting here. It's July twenty eighth, but it's going to be our last chance to record before Gen Con. So we're going to talk about everything that's going on at Gen Con for L five R and what we're doing at Gen Con. So I guess we'll kick that off with the various rules changes and errata that are going to be going into effect right before Gen Con. Little things. Generally, in an environmental sense, I think every card, except for the quarter three event promos yeah, that is out now is going to be legal at Gen Con. The Forgotten Legacy Naga promos are legal. The Kote Pack is legal. The quarter two event promos are legal. And, of course, the Shadows Embrace goes legal the day before Gen Con or something like that? Probably for that yeah. tournament yeah. grinder. Yeah, yeah, the, the first grinder. In War of Honor tournaments, Shiro Chugo and Daigatsu Hitako are banned. It's only four Hitakos at a table. Nothing could ever go wrong with that. Well, well not even just four Hitakos at a table, but one Hitako who gets to be used on every single player's turn. And, and banning a stronghold is a big step, but Shiro Chugo, if you just have Colonial Harbor and yeah. a and honor a courtier and right off the bat. Yeah, well, yeah, honor and dishonor. Now, every single time they want to advance for the rest of the game, they have to hit ten, basically. And that's if there's just the one at the table. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, Trevor, I imagine would enjoy that being around because you had such a Teach lovely experience yeah. with dishonor <laughs> at, at War of Honor last year. 
It's like the prisoner's dilemma, except you actually couldn't do anything at all. <laughs> so it's the opposite. Yes, it is. It's in fact not the prisoner's dilemma, unless the prisoner's dilemma is sitting there and getting beat up over and over again. That's what it sounded like. It sounds like <laughs> a prisoner's dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perplexing guests received errata. So you can't do the crab in on turn yes. one. What? Yes. No duty of the crab. That's one strange assembly preview from a set that has had to be nerfed. But you'd only lose the province before you had a turn. I don't see the big deal. Yeah, Except and I, I the believe the, one of the more common responses I saw was, why not just errata duty of the crab? Yeah. <laughs> Probably something to do with it's a starter deck card, and they'd never want to do that. Yeah, yeah, but... Uh... Those comments probably also had something to do with the crab general, yeah. well, stompingness of crab so far in the arc, and how that doesn't appear to be likely to change. It's only five playable boxes for one clan. This is impressive. They also completely redid the draft format. I think in the announcement they described that a few changes are being made <laughs> to draft format. Translation, we're completely redoing the rules for this format because it's broken. Yeah. It still probably is, but... Yeah, going first was way too good. Yep. So now the second player gets a free holding that unbows on the third turn. Yeah. Yeah. And honor was way too good, so now you have to hit 50 honor to win in draft instead of 40. Uh, and all of these will come up because there are there is a War of Honor tournament and there are draft tournaments at Gen Con. So I guess we'll go over the... The L5R stuff, it kicks off with the usual grinders. The Wednesday one at, at Gamers, which is a card shop in Somewhere Indianapolis. In the city, yeah. And then there's a grinder on Thursday and a grinder on Friday, of course. Are any of us playing in any of those? No, thank you. Uh, I'll be playing in a grinder. I think I've got uh, Thursday. No, I've got Friday. Friday the is the one, one to play yeah. in if you're going to play in one. Or Wednesday. Well, third, yeah. yeah. I've got other stuff i got to do Thursday. So. Well, Wednesday is can be harder to get to if you've planned around. Like, I'm not sure if I can, since I'm getting dropped off and I have to carry all the recording equipment, I'm not sure that yeah, I can that could be work a problem. out checking into the, like, I'd have to get really early check into the hotel, and I don't know if that's going to fly. Yeah, I, I have to, um, if I end up flying in and renting a car, then I could probably do it earlier and potentially make it, but. Yeah. But no, yeah, I'm. A car, no. So <laughs> They have a shuttle. It's a lot cheaper. I can't even yeah. keep track anymore. You must be... You're qualified. You want something, yeah. right, Trevor? Yeah, uh, Florida. Okay. And I'm spending all day Thursday doing the doing the strange assembly interviews. So you can, some sometime after Gen Con, expect to get our usual design team interview, which I guess design team interview is basically interview with Brian Reese now. Yeah. It, I mean, it started out as the design team interview when it was uh, Wooten and Reese. A story team interview. There will be a brand team interview, which will hopefully have uh, Nicola, the L5R overall brand manager. Sean, poor Sean, getting stuck again as the RPG brand manager. And then hopefully Adrian Burton, the... I guess co-art director. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. He he's always the public face of the art direction. You don't see yep. Steve posting, so I. Well, I guess he, he runs. Steve will be a little busy at Gen Con. Yeah. <laughs> and then we will also have an interview with Jeff Quick, the brand manager for Thunderstone, and then an interview with 
former L5R brand manager Todd Rowland about everything else that he because I think he's now managing Nightfall and the Tempest line, which I hopefully will be on demo at Gen Con because those are coming. I think those are supposed to come out at Essen later yeah. this year, and I'm sure I won't be able to stop him from talking at length about Smash <laughs> Up <laughs> because that seems to be the company's mission, AEG's mission at Gen Con yeah. this year is Smash Up. All of the um, Smash Up events that I saw were all sold out. So. Yes. Yes. There are even all the people that the AEG folk who are coming to the L5R clan dinners yeah, on Thursday night are yeah. bringing Smash Up. <laughs> so I, I guess they want to sell it. It's yeah, a good drinking game. Yeah, I'm not sure about except for the, the Friday grinder yet. I'm currently, I currently have tickets for the Thunderstone Make a Card <laughs> tournament on Friday, and then maybe trying to get into one of the draft tournaments. But I haven't decided yet. I may still switch over and play in a grinder. Let's see what else? L5R on the there's an Invitational on Thursday, Thursday yeah. and that's just is that sealed again or something? Or is that just normal constructed? It's right? constructed till the top, and then it's sealed. Okay. Yay, and, sealed. And then along with the War of Honor tournament on Friday, I think that's a line in the sand part one and a line in the sand part two. That where, sounds right. Yeah, where each side is picking the leader of an army, one from the colonies, one from the empire as a whole, because apparently we're diving yep. into that that's conflict. That's to be done. Yeah, well, I think we had schism time. I think we had talked about the possibility of that and figured, oh, they'll save that for next arc to have nope. the colonies rebelling or something. Oh, misunderstandings. But we'll we'll see what's up with that. Yeah, the does any of us have any interest in playing in the War of Honor tournament? No, nope. absolutely not. Never again. Cricket. I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't have enough friends. <laughs> yes. I don't want to hold on to celestial cards. I don't hold on to any cards. I have a very no, Great filing system that involves a trash can every arc. <laughs> yeah, I I thought it involved Corey. Yeah, that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I I do still have all of my celestial cards, but I Yeah, I uh I've got maybe a hundred I saved. I I don't need to go into a tournament knowing that I'm gonna probably sit down at two people who have already decided before the game started to collaborate to make sure that one of them is the winner. I, that's just kind of lame. The, the prize is also nowhere near as interesting as Shogun, so... No. Then on Saturday... Well, I guess we skipped on Thursday night. There's the RPG night, which is going to be... Uh, I think you're going to have pre-gen characters, and it's a module set in the second, the second city, city yeah. which I will be going to, so I will, for the first time in several years, not be running the Dragon Clan dinner, or even going to it, because there are... I mean, it's at 7 p.m. and yeah. you basically can't go to the clan dinners. What three or four hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 one of these swag bag events. Although I'm not sure what the swag bag is for the RPG. Yeah. Oh. Probably the box set. I don't think that they will. I, I think that they probably Trying want to everyone it. to yeah. buy it yeah. rather than just handing it as part of that. But that's more of a thing where. You kind of expect it's reasonably likely that I think most people who are going to be into the RPG enough to go play it at the con probably have most, if not all, of the books. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe they have a book that they printed more of than they needed. 
it certainly wouldn't be Imperial Histories because that thing sold way more than they expected, but I don't know what their other numbers are. But that that should be that should be cool. I'm looking for I'm I wish I didn't have to miss the clan dinner, but that'll be nice to to plan. And then Friday is the big game nights, which I'm also signed up for. But that, I missed I missed getting the ticket for it. Well you can still come if you don't have the yeah, ticket. Right, you have the bag. generic. You just don't get the the swag, the swag bag. bag. Yeah, so I won't be showing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, you can just show up and play the games. You mean that you oh, have better okay. things to do at Gen Con, really? Yeah, yeah. I know. The craziness. Yeah, I know. Well, it, it. I mean, you can show up and play those games, or you can show up and play any other game anywhere else. I, right, right, right. I don't... Yeah. Lord, Lord knows, I don't know what else was scheduled for Friday night at 7. I just signed up for that. Yeah, I'm passing on that one, too. Ticket, and, uh, and hey, why not? So then Saturday is the main event, which... Seems like it has a pretty cool story prize. Except there's no cool lot to choose from. Well, you can't choose the directly, cool lot yeah. directly. No. Well, well, there are some of the organizations yeah. involved have cool lot, but I guess the story choice is that you get to pick one of the Legend of the Burning Sands factions, such as the Yoda tie <laughs> or the Senpet. Yeah, the, the Assassins, the Senpet, who are, if you don't follow... LBS. Which LBS are the Egyptians. I, I don't remember. Which one enslaved the Scorpion? Want to say the, the Sebnit? I... Well, the, the Sebnit are the further north, but I... Well, because... Well, Mendenat al-Salam isn't yeah. an option. The other options are the Ashalan, then the Houses of Dahab. I'm not sure what they are, but they one of them may be Kolot-infested if you're shooting for Kolot. Uh, and then the Rashari. Are the Rashari the Roma gypsy-like? Faction. Sounds right, but I don't really recall. So your options are either accept an alliance with, I don't think it's that faction as a whole, but some yeah. people from that faction. Have good things happen to you or bad things. And they give you yeah. an artifact, which presumably mm. will be a card. Yeah. And then you get a trip to the Oracle of the Void to prophesy about stuff. And that's what you get if you accept Choose. Choose or you get box, whatever's yeah. in box b yeah, or yeah. you can get i Death reject destruction for you i <laughs> reject the alliance but everyone else in the empire thinks i'm awfully pure and honorable so please whoever wins this choose to accept the alliance <laughs> unless you're lying because that seems hilarious to me <laughs> i mean like even the lion well, the crane it's like you no, know absolutely what? No. we can take the bump who's gonna say anything i could see lion if the Lion won, yeah. choosing Yoda tie yeah. and then choosing reject. Yeah. But I, I think if I were to win, which will never happen, I think I'd probably choose Yoda tie and accept because the Yoda, like actually having some sort of alliance with the Yoda tie seems like the most game changing of the, the alternatives. Like we would actually really have Yoda tie in, at least a little bit in the L5R setting. I mean, really the only one we've had in L5R proper is. Legulus, the lieutenant, one of the lieutenants for Kalimov from Last Ark. So, there are also actual top of clan prizes. Yeah, those are back. Which, yeah, they haven't had for years, which is one of the reasons I was thinking about actually trying to do the grinder, because like I said, I'm not going to win the main event. I'm not going to win top of clan either or win the second chance, but at least I can you pretend that I have like more it, yeah. of a chance of that. And so part part of my reasoning and not caring that much whether or not I qualify the main event is is just that oh well I can the, the second chance event has a much worse prize but hey I've got 
I, I could pretend like I could actually get it. Second chance isn't that bad. Well, yeah, but it's well, yeah. appropriately yeah. <laughs> not as good not as, as good the main as, event. Yeah. But I can more pretend that, oh, hey, maybe Greg Wong will have a bad day and I could get Tom <laughs> Dragon. <laughs> so it, there, there's actually surprise, but it, it reminds me of the last, the last test of the Emerald Championship. Yeah. yeah. Where, or... Or you can choose. No, it reject. was before that because Jimin was the result of that choice, yeah, and then the, Jimin later. Yeah, the but yeah, you, you got to choose one of the Shogun's advisors, and this is there's a list of monks, and you get to pick one of those monks who then goes and is a prominent figure in the clan, and will later get in a line version. And some of those advisors were extremely good last yes. time around. The, the more interesting choices turned out better, I thought, instead of like say this time the man is choosing the Osana Wo one, not that interesting as opposed to something else. Yeah, I loved Massive Kazu. He yeah. was great. Yeah, well, because that turns out pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sachino was yours. Yeah, the uh, the dragon got Fasami. We were, I think, we yeah. were all pretty happy with her. Crane got Nahari. Yeah, that worked out pretty well too. Yeah, uh, the crabs, uh, Atoya, he had Atoya. The tactician one, yeah. Him, yeah, he was. Well, never mind the tactician part. The guy who sat at home and moved your guys around in battle. That was and game uh, attack, I think, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. little things. <laughs> he was pretty fantastic. But yeah, we have. There's a, a list of them on the website, but it's, you know, there's a name and then some sort of descriptor to, yeah. I guess, give you some, you know, the benevolent, the unbreakable. The well, brutal. And, yes, and yeah. then they say what, yeah. what order they are, so you can choose. Yeah, so, yes, you can have, the, the Mantis could choose the Order of Sutengu guy. Yay. I guess that would be the most obvious or one. Or Woe's on there, too, I think. Ooh, is there a Fudo one? Yeah. I bet there'll be I a base for I, a Fudo one. Yeah. No, the, no, the orders are longevity. Thunder, Benton, Quesada. I wonder who is going to want <laughs> yeah. to take that. Ebisu, the 10,000 Temples, Tengen. Nagaroku too? I'm sorry, oh. what was that? <laughs> and it's Kimura, Forgiver of Sins, Order of Nagarokuto. I have no idea who that fortune is. The Order of Bishamon and the Order of Satengo. So there is no Order of Asano Wo sorry, choice. Sorry, the Thunder. Yeah, <laughs> big difference. Tomato, tomato. Sutengu is the fortune of the sea. Yeah. But yeah, that he would be the most obvious mantis one. I if I got Crane, I'm t I'm choosing Kasada. Just yes! to see what happens. Yes. You'll get K experience because she is unbreakable. Yes. <laughs> the crane the, the crane player base would love you, but no, you would get <laughs> the Shoji the Steel Eyed. There's Sang the Benevolent, apparently we are just gonna read yeah. them all. Sangmai the Unbreakable, Human of the Whisper, Nishoji the Steel-Eyed, Asuki the Tireless, Himuru the Wise, Rakaku Master, Master of Scrolls, Kimura Forgiver of Sins, Jokoji Fist of Stone, and then the, the Breaker of Wills. I don't know. I think the only suggestion I've heard from my clan is that they... I think there's a bounty for the Dragon Player to choose Yunman of the Whisper, of the, who is the Order of Benton, Presumably, you know, Gee, why not would presumably, they pick that? yes, yeah. in, in hopes of uh, saving oh, in the hopes uh, of something that will never happen. Yeah, <laughs> in, in hopes of saving the uh, the derailed uh, plot. You mean he can't talk his way out of that one? <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who are you going to believe, me or your yeah. lying eyes? Look, I just uh, suggested that we go to the arbiters because I assumed they would choose in my favor. <laughs> How was I to know they wouldn't? <laughs> Uh, the second chance event is a return to glory, which lets you go back and choose someone choose from personality, yeah. Celestial Edition. 
I think is where they have to be from, and they come out of retirement, and I don't remember what they do. Do you remember what they do, Jay? No. The Jatsu Part 2. No. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't even have to be CE. It's figure who was prominent in a previous arc, and who has since retired to obscurity, returning them to the public eye, who will counsel the new generation either for understanding between the Empire and the colonies yeah, right. or, or yeah. encouraging the new generation to seek their own path, winner's choice. So, yeah, yeah, Hajatsu again? Yeah. Come on, yeah. do something with him. <laughs> I, who, who, do they even have that list up still? Or do they have it anywhere where you can see? The who's that would dead? Be, yeah. the well, dead not just list? who's dead, but who, who would count for that. I'm they, sure they'll well, tell you. Yeah. I don't, it would have to be a separate list because this is just someone who was Prominent in a prior arc. Right, and then, so, and then you have to... I am yeah. right. <laughs> No, he wasn't prominent. No, he didn't exist. I played him. Tadaka. <laughs> yeah. He was prominent in a prior arc. You just want the hat back. And this is why yes, the story yes, team hates us all. <laughs> Every single one of us L5R players, they secretly want to choke to pieces. The other storyline event is, I think it was the Samurai the Distinction... Which is the, what did you say, Trevor? The draft one? Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. draft one. Which on Sunday, if you're not in the top eight, let's say, of the main event or the second chance, there's going to be an eight-man draft. And to qualify for that, you have to play in one of, you have to win one uh, of the draft qualifier, yeah. tournaments that are held on Thursday and Friday. Uh, and there are, it, it's exactly eight people yeah. on Sunday. And there are ten total tournaments, but the last two are, you're winning the right to be an alternate in the event that one of... Well, <laughs> it's in the event that one of the eight people who won the first eight still playing. is Isn't still it? playing in the main event or the second chance, uh, which I think makes sense. They've actually got something set up in advance to deal yeah. with that eventuality. And it's not... I, I mean, unless people are entirely oblivious, it should be clear that when they're... They're signing up for Qualifier 9 and Qualifier 10. It's right there in the description that you're winning the right to be an alternate. So. Th that's reading comprehension, though, so. Yeah, but and I, think, and, and I think this Samurai Distinction is just choose a Susan Emperor Edition guy he's yeah, experienced. basically. So, Which is always a cool prize. Yeah. 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 Daisuke, again! <laughs> I don't know. Well, who would... <laughs> who else are I going to choose? Nope. Nobody's done anything yet. Yeah. You're pretty much using blind but, at this point. Yeah, I like his, more, card I like I like his like flavor yeah. text. Th this new duelist that uh, you got this set that knocks somebody off, shuts somebody off. Gotta pick more Pokemons. Gotta get XP'd. Gotta evolve. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. I'm sorry, you, can you need you, the ask them, Can you choose one of the tokens? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> can Asano's Fox get yeah. in? Yeah. I I'm yeah. sorry, Trevor, that requires a Moonstone. You need some kind of, you need some kind of item so you can change them into Pokeballs. I mean, if I play Pearl Embers in that deck, it'd probably get an altar too. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's what you get. You have to go play with dazzling attire. Be smart. Yeah, <laughs> I hate doing that. <laughs> Look, smart. the Sparrow yeah, needs like, some really awesome pants. He can't help that. Hammer time. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, on Saturday night at 7 is the L5R party, big party, game party. night, as yeah. it were. Yeah, that celebration where you can get the first of the versions of the deciding moment, which is the ascension of a Weko, and you get an ascension of a Weko playmat. And call it desperate wager until it rotates out, probably. Yeah. Desperate, desperate wager that you can just draw a card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good. 
I, I hear good things about cards that can win you the game for free. And that's, yeah, 10 booster packs and then whatever else is. I I think they've posted everything that's in yeah. the swag for that. I have no idea what the swag is for the big game night on Friday night. Probably a coupon that will be <laughs> for a vacant booth the next day. Yeah, when they had the big, well... I got my Forgotten Legacy. On this one, <laughs> the, I was big, two spaces ahead yeah. the, the big game night is on Friday, which might make it easier to actually get something yeah. in the booth, because that did happen. The big game night was on Saturday. Yeah, and I, remember, I went over to the AEG booth on dry. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, it was all gone. <laughs> did it be like, would you like a copy of Pressure Matrix? No. 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 Half off? Although, no. <laughs> although I actually have a copy of Pressure Matrix now. We haven't played it. I like basically bought the AEG back catalog at uh, at the Knoxville Cote because ah, yeah, yeah. they had a the, the, the distributor Bundle. must have had a bunch of overflow copies, and since they were having all of the L5R players in there, there were just stacks of Russian Crush and Pressure Matrix and Abandon Ship and Monkey Lab and Monkey Lab, uh, Monkey Poo. <laughs> like you've played it? No, God, no. Okay. I don't need to play things to have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, well, I have opinions, but I do like to actually play the games before I, I have a final opinion on, on those. I, I, Come on, Chris, Trevor's in a hurry here. He I, doesn't have time to actually I, I see play like, the game. your finger in well, stock it. You know it's a bad idea, but you're going to do it anyway to make sure. <laughs> no, it's, it was turned on. <laughs> uh, other than L5R, what are you going to do at Gen Con, Mike, including exactly how many thousand dollars you're dropping at the <laughs> Fantasy Flight booth? It won't be thousands. Might be hundreds. It probably will be hundreds, but how could it not be hundreds? I've seen you go yeah. to their booth before. I... Yeah, well, you know, it's not gonna be as bad as last year because they don't have a fifty-dollar game that's gonna drop. Guys, I bought um, that, that Gears you know of War of, last year. Yeah. But X-Wing, uh, Netrunner. I'll probably yeah. only get one copy. Um, the expansion for Rune Age. Um, I'm sure they'll have previews for a lot of their LCGs. Like the next month pack will probably be there already. I'm trying to think what else there is. It's a good bit of stuff uh, already. But yeah, so I'm going for that. I'm, however, first heading straight over to the Privateer Press booth so I can pick up the new Iron Kingdoms role playing game because I've been waiting for that game for five years. So uh, I'm really excited oh, the, about the that. The War Machine one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also have a new Bodgers game, which I'm kind of interested in. A new what game? Bodgers. Bodgers are their goblins. Oh, they're okay. they're kind of silly or whatever, and they already have one game, so this is a new game, um, which kind of sounds like Gorkamorka, which uh, is ooh. sound yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's probably gonna be yeah, like yeah. a card game or something. <laughs> this but. is what I know about War Machine. There's this game called War Machine, and there were War Jacks and War Casters, and I assume many other things that have War, war in whatever title. in the title. <laughs> well, no, well, Gorkamorka is actually 40k. Why well, don't yeah yeah, but the yeah well yeah well so I mean that's they're just usually silly games, but they're a lot of fun. Infernal Contraption was the first game they put out. I, I enjoy that game a lot. Um, there's a bunch of others. Uh, D&D Next is having a big thing in their next... Uh, they, have, they have a big presentation. And oh, yeah, they, I think that thing was, that's been sold out for no, ages, hasn't it? Like nope. the presentation? Got, they had like 300 tickets. Okay. Are they trying to win back the people in 4th edition? Yeah, they're yeah. trying to win back everybody. Yeah. Uh, I think they're doing a pretty good job of it, yes. as long as people are open to it. They, they will be going head-to-head -head with... Um, D &D their 3. own game, basically, yeah. being published by Paizo. Um, so they have that, uh, and they're also supposed to be putting out the next playtest for D&D Next, which actually has character generation at, at that con. And then there's just always so much 
new game stuff out there, it's impossible to know exactly what you're going to find, so I'll probably wander the floor a lot. Um, Fantasy Flight should have Relic, which is their new 40k talisman-based game on display. I'm guessing they're going to have their Star Wars LCG uh, showing. They haven't said that, but it's supposed to come out this year, so I would expect that they would. For, for those who remember our last last year's episode, this is basically a complete redo yeah. of... Because whatever they had last year, they working, decided yeah. was not working. Well, they actually or, said... Well, it was not working as far as Standard. something yeah. that they're going to go ahead and publish. I, right. I know Wh- that they're like, really we, good they're, they held it back they're like, we like the game. Yeah. It's just not what we think fans want. I, right. I know that, but it, you know, right. still they, which is, uh, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, why it's, on it's the okay. I never really, I, I got to play two turns of the, the prior <laughs> version of the game before well, they, and we they, lost. They did that with some other stuff. Um, cause they were going to start releasing it randomly. And then they said, Oh, you know what? Nobody wants this randomly. And they actually took the time to break it down into preset things. So they're pretty good about doing that stuff. But, are we talking about um, that Star was, Wars or something else? No, that was a couple years ago. It was ah, gosh, what is that? It, it's an older system. It's the one with mutants from Mars uh, and like guys from Mars. There was even there was a really bad directed DVD movie about the game system. No earthly clue. Nope. Uh, oh no 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 no! Actually, made theaters. Anyways. I will well, stop rambling about us. that. Mars Attacks? No. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. I, I, yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember. Anyways. Yeah, I would like to see Oath and Anvil, because I think both you and I, Mike, thought, liked Rune Age, but wanted some more options to enhance replayability, which hopefully and, Oath and Anvil will do. And I, I'm, I'm really hoping they'll have Ugtect, because Ugtect is that, that caveman building game that looks amazing. Magic. Oh, no, well, you can only do, like, uh, uh, and that means, like, up, and somebody else, you have to direct somebody else to try and make, like, a statue of something using bricks. You can, you actually have a blow-up, um, wow. club. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I expected you to yes. say. <laughs> it, the rest of us will be highly amused. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. It's, it's, it's almost like one of us is a grown-up, but the rest of us are still children. Which is kind of a hey, sad I because I never, because I don't really want to be grown up. <laughs> it's kind of lame. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, I, I did my post earlier, well, earlier this week from when we're talking now, probably seven weeks ago by the time anybody, I, we get this edited and listening. So I, I've got that up there. I, In addition to the the bigger stuff, there was that game Seasons that looked kind of interesting. And yeah. then... And then Seven Sisters, which was actually kickstarted earlier in the year, and I think they're going to be selling it for the first time at Gen Con. I think a reasonable number of the things that I listed on there will only be at Gen Con in demo version, like Princes of the Dragon Throne and Space Cadets and the Tempest stuff from AEG. Friday's kind of my wild card. I don't know what I'm going to do with Friday yet, so I may or may not have that. Hopefully I'll... Like it's not hopeful. I mean, if I if I don't go do the grinder, it would be nice to be able to go through the hall on Friday instead of sort of that kind of rushed last minute Sunday, thing you can yeah. do on Sunday, Sunday where Monday. I don't know. It's like the place overall is emptying out, and but it's still of course crowded in the dealer's room because nobody has anything else to do. Yeah, and people are trying and to get trying to go deals. in there see if there's any deals that yeah. have have dropped the last thing. I know Trevor's favorite time is get paid. Just well, just to blitz into the dealer's hall first thing and buy all the con exclusive yeah, yeah. so you can sell them eBay, later yeah. <laughs> it's like which is pretty it, smart yeah. 
I, I can lose a day to do that, you know, pay for my entire trip. Sounds good. So, I'm cashing in some magic decks this year, so I'm gonna do that money dance later, I think. <laughs> Get rid of my legacy stuff, so that'll probably be some money. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think yeah. I, I've, I think I've now parted with all of my magic stuff that was worth much of anything. Yeah, I was happy to part with yeah the, with the magic stuff that was worth much when of anything. They hand you fistfuls of cash. It's a good thing. It it, it did not suck. I, I've got a small stack of Guru lands from back in the day when they were about five dollars each. That are about a hundred something each now. Which lands? Guru lands. They're just basic lands with a little jester symbol and a different picture. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like hundred dollar bills each for an island. Yeah, those are like a uh, like a prize, weren't they? No, it's, you teach someone to play, or, and they send them to you. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of yeah. any. It, it seems like any relatively scarce alternate version of a card that yep, actually gets played in old decks. Yeah. Well, just I, I I have no idea what they're worth now, but I know some of the like the unglued lands or well, foils. Those are about thirty a piece. It's ridiculous. Yeah, not a bad. So you doing anything else at Gen Con that isn't just money grubbing? What's wrong with that? I didn't say anything was wrong with it. I'm uh, saying if you're doing anything else. Yeah, I haven't really planned it out yet. I have tickets to some things I probably forgot and some things I'll never use, but that's, that's what the turn is for. Okay, well, I think that's all that we have to say about Gen Con for now. Uh, next, we'll move on to the Shadows Embrace set review. First, we will do Unicorn. You at home may be happy to know that no, we are not doing an alphabetical or even reverse alphabetical. It's just going to be random who goes first. We have Justin back in for this session, hey, and hello. we'll start this out by let's say, okay, so what have Unicorn done in the environment in the what month that we had of yeah, Embers of War tournaments? They did very well. They won three Kote out of maybe 15 or yeah. 17. And they had the second highest make-the-cut rates. Really? Yes. I know I played a lot of it when I played the one. Yeah. Well, they were not a particularly large percentage of the field. Yeah. They were the second lowest, actually, after Crane. Wow. But I'm sure that once you got into the limbs, they were higher. <laughs> once you got into the limbs, they'd be higher than that. Yeah. But... The average rate of making the cut was 20%, and they were at 24.8%. So Curiosity, uh, who was the highest? Crab? It has to be, right? Actually, Lion. Oh, wow. Crab was third. The more you know? Yeah, Lion won two and had the, the highest. They had 26.5. But Unicorn also, if you add together the, the Emperor base environment and the Embers of War environment, they have either won or at least done well with every deck. All of their yeah, boxes. Well, yeah, all of their boxes. Not, I don't not know. decks. The commanders is never going to be fixed. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's never been commanders. And I think even the decks out of the tactician boxes aren't really tactician yeah, decks. They're, they're, here are good guys, some of whom are tacticians, and then I'm going to put good followers in, or I'm going to put good weapons in. Yeah. The biggest surprise, as I've said, I Death Priests yeah, yeah. Did very yeah. well in the Embers of War environment, which I didn't see coming after. They hadn't really done much that of anything is, in the Emperor environment. The but, Ronnie experience. Yeah, so... Like free gold's a good thing. So they seem like they're starting from a pretty good base. 
And I guess we can start out with the card that makes me cry, Longtooth, the experienced unicorn war oh, dogs. dog, yeah. Doggy! Yeah. I'm not really wor worried about it, but it is pretty strong. Yeah, battle destroy a unit that doesn't have a follower in it. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't stink. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does Screw have the you, will not attach say. cards it, it restriction. It is fairly so easy to kill, though. Yeah, so yeah. it, it yeah. can't defend itself. And it's only four force, I think. Yeah, yeah. four force for nine. For four force. You, you can shoot it in the face, although we now actually, you know, there are more than one card out in the environment now that might actually save something from a range, a range attack, attack yeah. or a melee attack. It's kind of different being you're in what, an Emperor base. I don't think there was a single Anything, card. Yeah. So you, you just yeah. always knew. Kill it. You, you, yeah. you, have, you have Reotions and all the... Loyalty and all the, the Scorpion, woo! Yes, Loyalty to the Scorpion could stop that, but at least you would... Poor killing Quan a guy then. Because I think... I don't know if it's all of it, but at least... Almost all, if not all, of the redirection in the environment is on the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not so no you... From hand redirect. No misdirection. Gee. <laughs> no one misses that, though. No, no, I, I do not. The Battle Maidens, I haven't seen do much in particular in this environment, but certainly anything with the Paragon keyword is and still it, yeah. hanging out there. So their new personality is the extremely cheap Sung Ki, who's she's got an above box on her requirement, but she's two fours for three. The favor monkey? Yeah. 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 Or just the buddy. Yo, yeah. pay bow my small farm, get a dude. I'm not sure exactly where that slots into how they're building their decks, but that always seems handy. Yeah, and to have box, around. that box is based on the number of battle maidens at the battle, so. Yes. Yeah. There are a couple of cards that seem like they would slot into that. I, I put pure intent, seems like it would be played by Lion or Unicorn Paragons if it got played, which I'm if not it saying played, it yeah. is. It's an opposed force bonus. Yeah. That's not, especially for Unicorn, that's not nearly as good as... I, they'd rather just play Murderous Intent and lose yeah, the honor. lose 400, take a yeah. province. <laughs> that is a better trade. I, I think more likely to get played is Twofold Virtue, which lets you clone one of your Paragons for a battle. Yeah. They probably shouldn't right. see play. Plus, again, for the Battle Maidens, they want Battle Maidens. Yeah. This gives keywords, so you're making another Battle Maiden. Yeah, well, I think most importantly, if your army... If all of your Paragon guys are bow down or can't perform or whatever, because it although this only targets your existing Paragon, they're not performing it. Yeah. So if you have one guy who's bowed, another guy who's Nikarud, and you know yeah. it, it can let you not just create another four force sitting there, but create a body that can do something that can actually yeah. then follow with the Paragon action. I, Plus, doesn't say opposed. No. As we just said two minutes yeah. ago, unicorn-like unopposed. Yeah, although it does cost money, but still, I... Yeah. I, I Buying provinces buying is provinces a good thing. Good, yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, it can be dangerous to discount anything that randomly creates guys. <laughs> duty of the Crab? What? <laughs> yeah, it, well, Duty of the Crab of yeah, at yeah. any cost. Which is Recruitment Officer, which is pay three gold to create Make a 2-2 two two. spud. Who, yeah, that card's a little strong. Yeah, I mean, obviously that that's reusable, which is a big difference from just a strategy from your hand. Yeah. Right. Also, but it's not the tempo hit that this is, but yeah. Well, I I think that's kind of post. Well, two full True. virtue seems like it's probably not a tempo hit by the time you play it, because it, the, the big time to play effort. it is yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're either unopposed or Alone, you've run out of yeah. sure. guys to to do whatever with. I 
decks are so tight. I don't know that yeah. it actually makes it in, but I, you know, you gotta consider things like that. I right. always think it's it's in the consideration range. Whether it makes the cut into the deck is Paragon decks are so tight for yeah. space already. Anyway, too many good cards. What yes. a problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. One day I hope to find out. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh it feels like there are too many good cards no matter what deck you're building just because there are lots of good generic cards. It's just that the other deck has even more, even better, too many good cards. Right. <laughs> so we mentioned the Tacticians. They have done well at tournaments recently out of both of the different Tactician boxes. Yeah. In, well, including the, the new one was much maligned. Yeah, I, I hated was, the box. I still do, but people are doing well with it. Came out, but their yeah. their new tactician is the performer tactical action react bow a guy. Yeah, but the it only bows a guy with lower force, so the tactical action you're performing had better be <laughs> pitch a card. Force, yeah, attack <laughs> yeah. a four. Yeah, like I was wondering. Unless, of course, you've given him a worm bone or something before then. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess if you were playing the weapon version. Looking at the worm tacticians we've gotten here, did they decide to do away with the Shinjo tacticians or not cavalry thing? Uh, I don't. Well, I don't. Because I it's... looked at this guy's ability and instinctively I said, he can't "Well, be that's cavalry. terrible. Yeah. He's at home." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh wait, he says cavalry." Hmm. I, I think the aim is to have half the guys, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're it. I think it's back and forth how many of them are or are not cavalry. I don't know. He better be cavalry. He's three fours for A's. Yeah. Yeah, his ability kind of doesn't work if he's infantry. Yeah, well, and what I'd much rather do, because what I'd much rather do than discard and then shoot somebody with him is play something like tactical assault because now everyone gets. Kill card. Uh, well, everyone has to have. It's On the one hand, it's frustrating because you're like, oh, great, it's another cast aside the week. But how can they not do that? Yeah. You know, yeah. they've got to, everybody's got to keep up with the Joneses. That's been the problem with Forgotten Legacy in this environment. The whole, every all of six months it's existed. just have one of that before the end of the arc. We're moving there. Please Monk give aside Magistrates the another one of those. Ninja aside the week. Give who another one? Magistrate aside the week. Another one? Why should you get another? Or just they don't, one? They don't have one. They just okay. go start that attachment. Unless you're dishonored. Which... Yay. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and now bridging the gap between the tacticians and the commanders, although she gets more mileage if you're using followers, is the Khan, Shinjo, Minhi. Khan! Yeah, I'll probably say that when she stomps me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. basically the unicorn are getting another clan champion level personality. I, yeah. Yeah. I know I saw some commentary when she was previewed that, oh, She's too expensive, and oh, she solos provinces. No, oh, yeah, she, yeah. she's got to yeah. cost that much for all the what. She doesn't just solo provinces, but if you're playing the follower deck, she's recursion and card yep. draw and, card and draw. well, yeah, yeah. You heard she's got the tactical battle, kill it. Yeah, tactical battle, destroy card, a card, yeah. and then she can discard the follower to draw a card. Yes, and then on her next turn, put the follower back into your hand. Yep, with her other ability. So if you're running followers, she's free for unbelievable. It, yeah. it, I guess that that. Complaint kind of reminds me about some of the spider players who complained about the Shadow Dragon when he came out. It's like, yes, he costs twenty. Yeah, yes, he wants you the game. Yes, to deal with yes, it. Yes, <laughs> he needs to cost yeah. more than that probably. Just but, Calvary Conqueror, billion fours that steals yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, he's terrible. 
No one should ever play the Shadow Dragon in the deck. Yeah, now they also got a, a dedicated commander who is Moto Morio, who... It's a him, a Morio. No, it's every every time I look at this card, I see Molto Mario. I'm not the only one, am I? Mario is not a Moto. I see Molto Mario. If he had the hat or mustache or something. No, if he had like the ugly clogs on his feet. Yeah. Where's the Goomba? That'd be great. I know it's a Goomba. I don't know. So what do you guys think about his ability? Yeah, that means you're playing followers. It's good. Well, there are some followers who are not. Terrible, but I don't. Yeah, I don't Can like. You compare them to weapons. Yet? I don't like <laughs> yeah. abilities that do nothing if I don't have one. Or and and clearly, yeah. you know, since it's based on the followers force. Oh, yeah, no, uh, no natural aviary tokens. Yeah. Nakanu technique. I ranged one. You and lose Mom. my cavalry. Yeah, I also am not a big fan of the the commander card in the set. The game has changed. That's the one that lets you battle open, choose three of your guys, and then That's not move terrible, the targets around. But you're playing commanders, which is terrible. It, yeah, it, it, it seems like one of those effects where the effect isn't terrible, but even if commanders were good, it's, it feels hard to slot that in, especially since... Uh, it's one know, of those, at least one you of those can, cards, there are certain situations I could see occurring where that would be amazing. Like, my army just went and crushed, is bowed down, Bought some new guys. Let's move the attachments over there to give them some protection. You know what's bad when your commander but, deck is better with weapons than followers? But I, I don't want to put a card in my deck for that specific scenario. Yeah. I mean, it also just straightens all the attachments, yes. so... Yeah, and technically, although, yeah. although your guy has to yes, although your guy has to be a commander, the attachments can just yep. be anything. Yeah. And you only have your to have the one commander. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I, yeah, it's not... Min He is just amazing. Yeah. But I still don't think you can play the, the dedicated commander deck. Maybe, maybe with weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I guess... I say heavy charges. Is there anyone who thinks these are not terrible? Nope. One sec. To look at it. No, I'm you don't, you to don't need to look at zero. it. You don't need yeah. to. It's a three-force follow-over for four that lets you discard a card to get yeah. plus three-force. You know. Yeah. I guess we'll we'll toss it in here just because it's a follower that has cavalry. <laughs> Elephant Caravan. I. <laughs> it's close to being worth it if it costs one less. No. But uh, yeah. it destroys almost any attachments. Which is not a bad ability, and it you know it'll let you if you bow to personality, most personalities you can you can kill with it. That's not th there's quite a bit of bow through attachment, so it, I mean it's not awful to be able to bow a guy down and then blow up an attachment laden unit. I think I guess the biggest problem is that because you have to compare the guy's force, it's like, okay, you bowed my guy with weapons. He's still yeah, yeah. he's still yeah. got eight force. Uh, tough. So yeah, best against followers, which you shouldn't be playing. Really, I guess yeah, I can bow yeah. the guy and then I can blow up blow up through your Nakanu technique followers. Or I you guess. just play Warm Bone and Curse Relic. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. can accomplish the same thing and cost less. Yes. Yeah, but they yeah, followers to turn around have to be spectacular with their abilities, and they're not there. Well, I, and I don't, I don't know that they, in a vacuum, that they would be bad. It's just that the weapon lineup yeah. starts off with Cursed Relic and Wormbone, which are just both nuts. And you can't range attack them to death. 
Those two are way up there, and then you can find a good third or fourth weapon to throw in, but yeah. those two are just the standouts. Yeah, you start well though. You start with those, and then your one blade of champions, champions. and then it's like, now, okay, now I have seven. What do I do? Do, do I want any more from yeah. here? If you're Kensei, okay, you need my forgotten legacy one, or Naga one with flying. Yeah, stuff like that. And then the death priests get Yuchi Haruma. You know, I'm not impressed by him, but I've been not impressed by a lot of the death priest stuff, and clearly I don't know what I'm. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really yeah. see how they work as well as they are. I, I I understand what they do, but I don't know how they're winning so much. Haruma starts with three force, and he gets to bow one of his spells for plus two force and a ranged attack. Yeah. So I... I Seems good, but... It, well, you have to bow your spell, which means it, it defects the order you're doing it in. A lot of the spells bow themselves anyway. Right, but... But it's unopposed. Yeah, it's on a post. So, I mean, if you go before the battle, give him uh, one of the cheap plus two force spells, send him in, bow the spell, bow give him another two seven. force. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or like a or, yeah. bow of water or something that yeah. creates <clears throat> weapons, yeah. Your bow of water, the, all of those I, I still all like. All of those are yep. pretty good. Yeah. Speaking of a, a spell that combos perfectly with him is the wave persists, which gives you plus two force and then reacts to engaging is its only ability. Yeah. So yes. it's always there to be bowed down. I don't really know what to make of the ability on the wave persist. It lets you, you have to use it at the start of the battle, but then... Well, it, it, it's for tricking around your opponent with cavalry is the best use of it. Because you go, okay, I've got my giant uber unit with this spell. I'm going to send PUD 1 here and PUD 2 there, two different provinces. Depending on what I'm playing, I'm either going to dance my big guy around you or dance my big guy in front of you. So, like Calvary normally does, where you can play sneak attack instead? Yeah, I guess that, now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah. So you're right, it's not for Cavalry. It's for not Cavalry. <laughs> well, but all their guys are yep. Cavalry. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> it's water, so it's. I guess it would be playable by the Lion Ancestors too, but I don't think that they really care about no. getting plus two force on their... Uh, the guy that's going to die is their first action, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not a fan. Oh, no, it's before the battle resolves, they move. Yeah. So, yeah, you can... So you, you have this unit sitting... This unit has to not be at the current battlefield. Right. You've got somebody who's at the current battlefield. If that unit manages to survive... <laughs> if your guy manages to survive, it's usually a big Then game. your awesome... I mean, your awesome unit will then move in, so you could you can bring that force in, yeah, if you but then you don't get the chance to... Take actions. Right. So if you had some sort of fragile giant force thing. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. So Which means we're wrong, so someone's gonna win with this and we'll clearly acknowledge things. I, I don't know like what's going on with Death Priest. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's something horribly clever you can do with this, but I'm not sure what. Yeah. So keep it in your binder. That's yeah. what I had set aside as unicorn. Were there any unicorn specific cards that I'm Missing. Oh, Chris's favorite card. Yeah. Jay is holding uh, up Starcross Lover. Yeah, I don't know if it goes in Unicorn or Dragon. Yeah. Oh, I just put it. I I classify them by functionality, not by oh okay. their art. Yeah, well, that card is very functional. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so oh, so you think that's? I, I can see it in Honor decks that are struggling with military. It seems like a, a potentially good effect. There. Yeah. Yeah. Could be, even if you're just against another military deck. If I yeah. pick yeah. your two best units and they can't <laughs> team up anymore, not a sign. Yeah. What's it's 
your two you, no, you no, can't force Kensai two... units can't assign together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's well, it's not yeah because it yeah two uh, two guys controlled by the same yeah. player. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you're never gonna if you if you get stuck having to do it to yourself, which you could. Yeah, uh, that would be terrible. But I guess especially if you are never going to attack, you're kind of taking one of the units out of the game. Yeah, it's definitely one to consider. Yeah. I don't know if we'll actually make the cut at the so, end because yeah, everything's it, going so fast. As yeah. always, so much competition for those yeah. non-personality, non-holding slots. Jay's got a whole other stack of stuff. He... Oh, I just pulled the only other cavalry follower and the screw you cavalry card because oh, I didn't I know what else to talk oh, about. It. I just remembered thinking defensive grill was bad. Oh, it is bad, but as somewhere to talk about it, it's <laughs> Unicorn Meta. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so we I... don't need that. Chagatai's not here anymore. Yeah. No Unicorn Meta. No, I agree. It's a bad card. I'm not saying, like, yeah. oh, good card. Yeah. Okay, I'm, what was the other follower? Uh, Wasteland Scout. Just because, again, it's a cavalry follower. Okay, and that's the one that gives your other... You know what? Your other followers it's, it's, a force. It's cavalry follower, but because it gives your other followers a force bonus, I put it in Crab Scouts. Eh, fair enough. <laughs> I wouldn't. It's still not worth it. Well, I, yeah, as, yeah. as, as it, a place to talk played, about it, yeah. not as yeah. a place exactly to... Exactly the same with Defensive Grill. It's not a good card, but I yeah, don't know where I, else I think to put defensive, it. For... Defensive Grill is in the meta section of the yeah. generic stack. And I hear some Crab Decks play Calvary. That's right, audience. I I literally have notes where I segment the the set all sorts of ways for purposes of. Uh, and now Jay's wrecked it. So, no, yeah. no, that's that's okay. That's I, what uh, I'm here for. One less card later. There. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that that generic stuff segment. As you get later, all the segments get shorter and shorter and shorter, and then you get to the generic stuff, and you're like, oh god, I thought we were yeah. almost done. Yeah, but luckily most of that is utter, so we can skip right through it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. The Unicorn are in a good position going into Shadow's Embrace. There are some individually good cards in there, but I mean, okay, their Tacticians get Tactical Assault now, so when they miss Tacticians and Paragons, they can get both of them. But the personalities aren't that exciting. But and a lot of after, after Mingi, personalities yeah. are very exciting. Yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't feel like they're... They feel like they'd slip yeah. after this. So. But look at the bright side. There's always the Naga item for you, so you know. <laughs> That's a yeah, yes. it's, it's all right. Yeah. It's okay a little, I suppose. Maybe it's playable. It's know. just the bells for two less gold. The gods of fate have decreed that the mantis shall be discussed next, so I'm Yay. sure that we will hear Trevor talk about how grateful he is that his clan has been doing so well and will continue to do so. I now. don't think they've been doing so well. <laughs> the Mantis in the Embers of War environment have won three Kote, although I think two of those were Kays, I know. <laughs> Gee, is that all? <laughs> and they also have about the fourth highest make-the-cut percentage. So about average? Well, no, they're they're above average. They're uh, twenty-two point three instead of twenty. There's remember, a average is kind of like in the Embers of War environment. The average gets dragged down because there's a reasonably sizable jump between dragon and spider that are at a little bit below twenty percent, and then you go flump, and then you've got 
Fump Down and things like Crane at 13 point whatever and, and Scor- Scorpion have not been making the cut to, for squat either. They've just been winning a couple. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they've yeah. won three Kote. They just haven't been making the cut as well. It's, I've had just had a harder time getting a vibe on Embers of War. The chatter had just so immediately shifted to Chatter's Embrace because... Yeah, it was previewed. Yeah, because it was yeah. starting to get previewed before anybody had played an Embers it, of War game. Tournament. And yeah. so uh, 17 tournaments, which is I think how many we had, that's actually quite a bit. Yeah, about a third of them. For, well... A little less. I mean, if you compare it to like the winter... I guess, well, winter court's going to be busier this year. There are entire environments where there are, or have been yeah, in the past, where there are, that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's, but, but still, it's, it's not, not just that there are very few of them, but also it was in pretty rapid succession, so there wasn't a lot of time yeah, for, for things to develop. develop. Yeah. So, but uh, Mantis have been, at the very least, above average, Trevor. And Mantis have, Done well with random stuff out of Kalani's Landing. Yep. And with Kyuden Kitsune, yep. which uh, I know you don't like because it tends to faceplant against other honor decks. Not tends. It cannot beat Rhetoric. There's no way you can build it to beat Rhetoric. Rhetoric is crazy good an eight in, point in an swing honor or one card. matches against yeah. each yeah. other. It's unsurmountable. No doubt. Until there's the spirit version of Rhetoric. Because if that has come out, they're really... It won't ever be able Could to Could it beat. be an Earth Shugenja version nope, of Rhetoric instead? Nope, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they just need to reprint Wind's Truth that you can't put Rhetoric in your deck, too. Yeah. Give me I'd, ha- I'd be happy with that. Could finally cut the courtiers out of my deck. Yep. You may not put this in your deck. Well, there you go. Yeah, you can You can play with uh, Atomodemia. That, there you go. There's a quarter. Can yep. I get a better version for courtiers so I can play it in my quarter? <laughs> <laughs> a better version of Rhetoric? Yeah. You know, don't bow. Oh no! I don't think <laughs> you can make a better version of rhetoric. What? I mean, you can. Uh, I, I, unless you get to slap your opponent while you play it. Just. No, but somebody else is gaining honor. You gain the honor instead, plus an extra three, just cause. Yeah. And and how many green pictures have people pimp slapped? Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. How many of them are the the crane doing the slapping, and how many are the like three crane being slapped? Dismissing yeah. the cur. And... So so what you're saying is really we need more pictures of people slapping crane. No. The other way. Both. No, no, because we've already got those. We, we need the people hitting back. Never enough. Or, or maybe, it's, <laughs> Never or maybe enough. it's we get pictures of hey, Crane hey. slapping people in the face, and then we get pictures of Tetsubo's Who's in the powder blue? Look, look, look. Let's just Who's have... in the powder blue? Spells are powder blue. Here, here. I'll solve this right now. We need more p- art of Cranes slapping other Cranes. Fulfills <laughs> both of your criteria. <laughs> Done. We need a slap duel. Crane, <laughs> cra- see? That's... Crane Civil War, a.k.a. God. the Crane Slap Fight. <laughs> no, not the face. Not the face. See, Only that's, the face. That, that's why the slap is the ultimate weapon against the crane, because it <laughs> almost necessarily is in the face. <laughs> what did the five fingers say? Uh, uh, but <laughs> it's the, the... We can sidetrack anything here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so Kalani's Landing, you're the, out of everyone in this room, Trevor, you're the only one who thinks I that Kalani's Landing is yes. ridiculous. So, what does it pick up other than Ms. Kanahashi and her nuke everyone's gold cost? Uh, Legion of Pain, because now you have her to play Legion of Pain. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah she plus really Legion of Pain is yeah. basically game. game. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with Naval Send Home is pretty strong. No. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that there's really anything else in this set that directly pumps that. There's probably other stuff because that deck is so yeah, flexible. Yeah, the, the red but cards don't see a whole lot of change because they don't need a whole lot of change. Yeah, but... a fourth of your deck doesn't do anything because you accelerate your gold. It, yes, it, it doesn't do anything except, you know, always by, buying your by the other clan champion quarters. plus other guy it's on very turn beatable. two. I, I'm just not a fan of it. It plays directly opposite to my play style. Of being unbeatable? Well, that always helps. <laughs> <laughs> if I get there, I'll let you know. <laughs> now... There are also, there are several editions for the Crab Scouts, or sorry, <laughs> well, there's that too, but for the Mantis Scouts, but, which I'm, yeah, I'm right. sure makes them totally playable now, right? Yeah, just a new box, that's all they need. <laughs> that, little things. Little just thing. one card, they'll be playable. <laughs> well, for, for personalities, they did get Tsuruchi Kosoko, who, regardless of anything else, I just have, does have fantastic artwork. She's also amazing. We yeah. Know. yeah, she uh, Strat, shoots through followers. She have, you have yeah. shoots through followers, and then you have Yortoma Ubumi, who is sneak attack. Uh, yes, were these scouts somewhat playable, he would well, be absolutely f amazing. And she doesn't just go through. Uh, the first one doesn't just go through followers. It's a range six through followers. <laughs> yeah. Range six don't kill anything. The first <laughs> time I hear that, I have to go scream. <laughs> but people will say that. Yeah. I, well, then you can play precision. Good luck. Yes. Yeah. It will. Yeah. Range six kills most. Anything that doesn't have a weapon or, say, Berserker, Berserker or, or Oni. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong. You, you will play decks that are full of guys with weapons and that say Berserker and, and Oni. that's what sniping is for. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But, yeah. yes. But, but w when you killed 90% of the guys out there with enough. range 6, yeah, yeah. And but Ibumi also. No, and Ibumi. I that one too. And Ibumi, <laughs> while giving, turning your navel into a straight-out sneak attack, also lets you shoot through followers. Yeah. yeah. Well, all those commander decks that are tearing up the scene, they can watch out. Well, I, it, <laughs> crab scouts. It, it's it's yeah. more Grateful of a, rewards, a shoot yeah. through the Grateful Reward token. Yeah. yeah, shoot through the crab scouts. Running battle. You've got you you play scouts out of crane, Mike, and but yep. does that I, I, it, running battle for me feels very much a I'm defending with this card, which means yes, you're doing yeah. it wrong. Well, I, I had it in my deck to try it out for crane scouts. I never played it in Brace, I just kept cycling it out. But, I mean, Reconnaissance bounce up your attachment in this environment's not bad. I hear Manus have another card that bounce attachments that we're about to get to. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. But well, I, guess, I guess part of it, like, a little me. bit of, the, ten too. A little bit of yeah. the tension with running battle is that giving somebody a force penalty and then running away is, like I said, often is more of a defensive, defensive thing, although it does work on a bowed scout. Yes, so yeah. I guess you can just use it on your bowed guy on offense. There's always well, one of those that increases or decreases province strength. Eject your scout, raise low the province strength. Yeah, yeah. So but that, that would well, but the but the worse. bounce and attachment only works if you have recon, which you often don't on defense. Yeah. Well, the watchers in the dark help. Yes. Well, I mean, there are ways you can have or Colonial yeah. Harbor helps with that too. The other one is watchers in the dark, which uh, reaction yeah. make my Kensei cry yeah. and cry and cry. So, but yeah, that what shuts down abilities on a unit. Yep. Is that all? That's Come all. On. Yeah. As a reaction. That card was MVP for me today. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. No temple loss. What? That, that actually seems like a a reasonable addition of cards, except that 
Mantis Scouts are just too far down on the power curve for so it to bad. be able to to get back yeah. up from that, I, I think. Which uh, is a shame because I've always wanted to play Mantis Scouts. So. Then let's just go yeah. ahead to the one of the more the most terrifying card in the set, possibly. The dumbest card in the set, certainly. Yeah. M Moshi Rukia, who is... Undercosted and overpowered? Uh, yeah. Ridiculous. Boxable, three-fourths, naval Shugenja. That I play three of in my honored deck. Battle, <laughs> unsummon an attachment, yes. take an additional battle action. Where's I, that loyal keyword? Yeah, I would... It, it, no? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, this is... Yeah, I like her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, would she you be an oni and cause honor loss? Yeah, no, I mean you would. Does she at least have a, a zero? I think she does. Yeah, she does she have a zero, zero, not a dash. All right, good. <laughs> I don't One think for that's. Five. I don't One think that's five. gonna stop nope, other nope, clans nope, nope. from playing her. So her I, Certainly, I, I mean you're you're, you're gonna shove out. her in elemental destruction, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean the sad thing is I kind of look her and be like. So can I fit this in my Kensei deck? <laughs> you did get a Kensei for your Kensei yes, deck. Yes, I know. Yeah. We did it too. I, my best new personality, all, all my new possible personalities for the Kensei deck either have uh, gray or green borders on them. <laughs> I'm certainly not playing with the new dragon Kensei. Maybe it's a sign for that eventual Mantis Kensei theme we've all been screaming for that will never happen. Yeah. I thought he was for the tactician theme. We don't speak of the tactician theme. <laughs> 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 that was hilarious. Best box ever. That really wasn't, because I think Prosperous Plain City might uh, have you beat on futility. A box that doesn't work. Pro or, or Prosperous Plain City gave you three honor for putting a ring in play. Yep, sounds better already. <laughs> oh, it's not. My non-naval people in armies with naval <laughs> No, no, you're right. Got tactician, it's but terrible. couldn't force for practical actions. <laughs> you're, you're right. That box was terrible. But it's still an order of magnitude better than Prosperous Plain City. Now that you can drop two rings in a game. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, at least gaining three order off your yep. deck does something. Yeah. <sighs> the Thunder Spell is Thunder Stamina. Which isn't bad. Three fours for two, and you have a Perma Spearhead. Yeah. To go with the other Perma Spearhead person. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that's not shabby at all. I think... Which helps the Temple Loss in that, because you're playing three rets now. If you weren't already. Yeah, I, I think... I think there's potential there for Thunder, although it hasn't... Uh, of the decks that don't seem to have done anything recently on Thunder? the tournament yeah. scene, that seems like something that could... Because you have to compare it to Kalani if you're playing military out of Mantis. Yeah. Yeah, or you could play... Heck, there's probably, so there's probably somebody out there trying to play Thunder out of Kalani's, although you really do want to be able to cast your spells. Kalani's yeah. does not help with that. Yeah. No, it just helps you afford them. Yeah, well, the Thunder box I hear is... Pretty, pretty good, good. yeah. Yeah. I I like unnegatable things. It's funny how that works. Yeah, that Hiromi like, guy. No, really, you should probably die. No, really. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. When I say you should probably die, I mean you are already dead. They got reaction, and then that's they're gonna die. Yeah. Somebody's gonna die. Yeah. I'm killing everybody. The other recently tournament successful theme for Mantis has been Kitsune. Kitsune picked up a guy and a spell and an action? No. Absolutely not. They picked up a guy and a spell. That action doesn't belong anywhere near that deck. Because it belongs in Ancestors or just because it's bad? It's bad. Yeah, I don't... I, well, I hear Trickery is better. 
which people yeah, I guess are let me, playing let me clarify. and I don't it's, understand. It's something that is usable. I'm not yet. I'm not saying it's necessarily playing with it. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it certainly se seems to me like it helps your honor matchup, which you were just lamenting how bad it is. How does it help the honor matchup? You force them to attack with a guy, and then so, you get like, to trickery. Yeah. Yeah. But I have two people. Yeah. But and I choose the person. Yeah. No, trickery's a thousand times better, and it's also a force. You get to choose the person by. Uh... The most important problem with spiritual manipulation is that you go, this guy must attack, and they go, I, I bow him favor. to take yeah. the favor. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But Besiege Sakaku, that is amazing, but it's not enough. You're aiming to get it out, use it maybe three times to just gain one, and then blow it for three. Or four, if you're if crazy you're playing Bentens. Yeah. Also the best card in the set, because it is a Mantis card with a Kenku on it. And a kappa. <laughs> if that is your standard for best, then it cer yes, it is. is. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. But it's not enough to combat rhetoric because it's a gain of probably four versus rhetoric's eight swing. So plus, plus they I, don't, I don't really yeah, want and, and them, them to print more cards that have the swinginess of rhetoric. No, I'm I, saying they need something to compete with it because maybe something to counter it rather yeah. than. But Rather than a new red Where's my sensei to say you can't play this card? <laughs> yeah, but I do think that you're happy to get uh, Kichi and her badger. Yeah. Especially the Kichi good. part. Bad job, bad job, bad job. No, the badger part mainly. Badger too. Oh, well, she's, I, she's got a spirit, it's the problem. She's an unhuman for yeah, people that's playing uh, oblivious like they shouldn't. But that's on them. <laughs> it's on them. And then in the generic stuff, yeah, we've got Yoritomo Sang, who might be a good addition to the Dragon, Dragon Tensei deck. deck. Yeah. yeah. And to Mantis no, completely worthless for Mantis. And then Sheltered Port. I don't no, think that either no Crane or Mantis no. have anything to make this worth playing right now. So maybe later in the arc. <laughs> Until there's another box that says you're I mean, well, I mean, one less. Because the only <laughs> thing that you uh, that either of us have are the two for two or are, are clan holdings. Yeah, they're not the other ones are four for three. So or the four and the two one. Well, well there, are, there are six. There are six, yeah, yeah, there are six yeah. gold ones, but yeah, yeah, it's hard to fit in. So yeah, all these six gold holdings it. and a four gold holding like right. sheltered port. Is it four or three? Four. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Well, obviously the answer is that you just need to give me embassy. I'm sorry, what? Embassy was fine. Shikishi was the problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Exactly. You can have neither the of the back. Neither. <laughs> yeah, all, all the Manus personalities minus the obvious joke one are amazing. It's really impressive. They're... Yeah, ridiculous. And they were, and that was one of the was that the were the Mantis the first non stronghold set of previews? Uh, I don't know the order. This? It's been too long. Yeah. Well I just remember at the start of the the Shadows Embrace previews. I think yeah, you got the, the stronghold clans and then you I, yeah, I yeah. think it was the Mantis. I remember like, oh god, this set yeah. is yeah. through the roof. I don't then Crane came out on one. I don't think it ends ended up being that way. It's certainly not something like Forgotten Legacy no, where no. virtually everything is great. But there's there are... Some, there's some winners. Yeah, yeah, there are some... That's one word for it. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. You guys made out like bandits in this one on the personality. I'm not complaining. So I, yeah. I think Mantis have been in a relatively strong position and I, I do... More so than Trevor respect the ability of Kalani's landing to do bonkers things. Yeah, I respect enough to play it once, and I'll never play again. Probably. So certainly. Oh. I, I mean, I, I think that Mantis is a very much one of the contenders to win. It may well be that everything is a contender, so every clan has something. Yeah. And the Ember's environment, the Ember, well, a lot okay, more balanced than before. 
the, the, the Ember's environment has actually been notably more balanced than the Emperor Edition environment was. That doesn't mean that the Shadow's Embrace environment is going to end up being that we're as gonna well. We're going to find out. Well, yes, we'll, we'll find out. But, because well, we have this and... Uh, is anything but Gen Con in nope, this environment? I don't think there's yeah. anything. Yeah, because September is going to be, seeds, and then by yeah. the time you get... Everything else is going to be seeds. So, we'll get... Although, one weekend of Gen Con, if I can actually get all the data together, which I was able to do last year, and I think the last two years maybe, that... But by the time you add together all the grinders and the main event and the second yes, chance, that's a lot of games played. That's yeah, that's a lot more data than than you might get. There's again, there's not really a chance for the environment the to react. Yeah. But but I think Mantis are in a a pretty strong position going into. I I get to play Dodge the Rhetoric if I play that. That'll be great. Yeah, well, as I mean, if people who have lis been listening to us for a while and pay way too much attention might remember that. Yeah, Trevor and I have, have different philosophies on the willingness to to have Except some auto loss, yeah. auto losses. I to me, depending on now, I'm not saying that this is a wise call to make necessarily, but if you're going to say Kitsune in broad terms is a as an extremely good game against any random military deck, and then virtually auto loses to honor and generally beats dishonor too, then yeah, I had a pretty good game versus honor earlier. That's a pretty good, uh, to me. That's those are pretty good odds. You know that that's something I would consider saying. I I may just be willing to suck having an honor loss, an auto loss against honor and whatever. Because if you, I mean, if you literally had a deck, which I'm not saying this is, that had a hundred percent win rate against everything that wasn't honor, and then always lost to honor, you're gonna make the cut. Yeah. I mean, I, I made the cut when I played it, but so, I hate. Now Making the cut is not winning because then you get into the anyway. Now, the if you the time, one yeah. time you hit the honor and then you're done, but hey, I don't know how much that really works out differently from having, well, you know, a 75% win rate against everything. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, when I did when we did the Atlanta Gen Con, my um, courtier deck was pretty decent against the field, but auto lost against Shirochugo. And <laughs> first three matches, two Shirochugos. Yeah. So it it does happen. It can go. It can bite. But yes. I didn't, well, there's yes. no and way for me to know that it was going to be that big of a field. That there wasn't over there ten Shirochugo decks at least. Something yeah. like Atlanta. that. Yeah. For an undeveloped environment here, Shirochugo is a good call. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. I'll, I'll cakewalk two victory conditions. And pretty fake the rest. Pretty raw straight. Well, I didn't mean, have to fake it that much. Bunch of guys with really great actions. <laughs> Paragons. Yeah. yeah, kill action on the box. I. So, but I, I, I don't think Kitsune is going to go and win or something. But I think it's. It's got a strong deck. I think that there's lots of options that, I don't, without me even knowing what they are, I, I'm willing to predict that there will be lots of successful Kalani's landing at a Gen Con. And I don't know if I don't know if people will actually go for Thunder or just no. import some of the the sexier elements of Thunder out of. I mean, certainly R Rukia, Rukia is going to yeah. be in everything. That's Do I have some green kind of movement trigger? Nope, Rukia goes. In. Do I? She still probably goes in. Yeah. No, uh, but. I think we can call it for Mantis. Yar. You've been listening to Strange Assembly. You can download more episodes of Strange Assembly on iTunes 
or from our website at www.strangeassembly.com. While you're at our website, you can check out the frequently updated main page or talk with us on the forums. You can also email me directly at chris at strangeassembly.com or you can follow Strange Assembly on Facebook or Twitter. Strange Assembly either place. Thanks for listening.